We are Lamed Base on the base. And we the first wide line that you find in the Gemara. You can see the wide line which which starts with the words Ubain Ho'er. Yes? And then the next word, Omar of Khamin. Okay, have, have you all got it? Okay, let's start. Um, Omar of Khanin, Omar of Khanina. First of all, by the way, I would like to dedicate this shear to my late aunt who lived in Yerushalayim and um, sadly didn't have any children and whose Yatsat it is tonight. Alice Hidingsfeld, her name was. Omar of Khanin, Omar of Khanina. Says Rab Khanin in the name of Rab Khanina. Anyone who prolongs his tefillah, in other words, davens a long time, he's assured that he will be answered. Minolon, how do we know that? He said, on behalf of Israel. Ochsid Basrein, it's written in the next posset, by Yishma Hashem Eli, Gamba Parmahi. And it, the, the posset starts with, I remained on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights, and Hashem listened to me that time as well. So we see that he was on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights, which is a very long time, and his tefillah was answered. So from that we learn that Kolamarach so you don't have to be Marach for 40 days and 40 nights, but uh, if you're Marach B'Tfilah, it, it, your prayer, your tefillahs will be answered. Ask the Gemara Eina, is that right? But Om Rab Chia, but Abba Om Rabbi Yochanan, Rab Chia said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Kalamarach b'tfilosa umayim bo. Whoever prolongs his prayer, but thinks about it, in other words, he expects that because he's lengthening his prayer, therefore it will automatically be answered. Zayf bolidek ka'elay. At the end, he will suffer heartache. Shenema, as it says in the posuk, this is a posuk in Mishli, which says Tacheles Mubushocha. Now Tacheles, Rashi explains, is from the Loshan Vayechal, which we know from last week, Vayechal means Sadavan. So Tacheles Mubushocha, Mubushocha means stretched out, prolonged prayer, Machlei Leiv, makes the heart sick. So Maita Kante, so we see from that, that it's not a good thing, it's detrimental to daven long. Might I can't say, what is his cure? What should he do? Yasuk Batayra, he should occupy himself with the study of Torah. Now that does not mean, the Mephoshim explained, that you should occupy yourself with the Torah to the exclusion of Tefillah. What it means is, if you learn Torah, that will be a sechus for you, that will be a merit for you, that your Tefillah will be accepted. Right? So therefore, the way to do it is not a matter of lengthening it so much, but combine it with learning Torah, and that will give you the schus, the merit, that your tefillah will be accepted. Now, where do we know that? That if you learn Torah, that will be a merit for you, for your tefillah to be accepted. Shenem, as it says in the Apostle, the eight chayim ta'va bo. But the tree of life is ta'va, is a desire, a bo, which will come, which will be fulfilled. In other words, your prayers will be fulfilled. The eight, the eight time Elatira, eight time, the tree of life is Tyra, Shanem, as we say in the well-known Pozak, eight time he lamachazikimbo. It's a tree of life to those who grasp it. But in any case, so we come back to the original question, 
that it would appear to be that drawing out your tefillahs, saying it, making it very uh, long, is not good. So we've just said, Kolamarach with tefillah, it's, it's that's the best way of being answered. And here we see from this other price that that is not the case. Answers the Gemara Kasha, that is not a problem. Hold the marich on the iron bar, hold the marich below the iron bar. Rabbi Yochanan's statement, where he says, what Rabbi Yochanan says here, that if you are marich, you make it long, it's not going, you're not going to get a good answer. That is where he prolongs his tefillah and he expects to automatically be answered. Then it's not going to work out well. Teaching, Rabbi Hanina was the one who said, anyone who prolongs his prayer, he will, his tefillah will be answered. That's for somebody who does not automatically expect to be answered. He just comes a long time, then his tefillah will be answered. Now, uh, if I can draw your attention, Tosus asked a very good question or points out, you know, we say every morning, we say, etc., etc. And one of the things is Ian Tfilah. And it says, A person will get a reward in this world. And he also get a reward in Alam Abba. So we see that Ian Tfilah is a very good thing. So how does that square up with our Bryce here, which says it's not a good thing? So he answered, the Yashlam, the tray Ian Tfilah. There are two types of Ian Tfilah. There's an Ian Tfilah the Hocha, which is not a good one, where he's waiting for his request to be answered. But Ian Tfilah the Hocha, and the Ian Tfilah that we mentioned in Davening and every morning on Eilu Devarim, is the Hocha Shemachab and the of Tfilah, just that he has concentration while he davens. That's a good thing that you do get a reward for, is where you reward where you daven long and you, so to say, make a deal with God, listen, I've davened a long time and therefore you have to answer me, that is, what well, that's not a good one. That's not a good Ian Tfiller and that doesn't work. Right. We'll carry on. Unless, as I say, anyone's got any questions, please go ahead. I'm Rabbi Chama, Rabbi Chanina. Says Rabbi Chama in the name of Rabbi Chanina. If a person sees that he's davened, but he hasn't been answered, don't give up. Try again. Daven again. Shenema, as it says in the Posuk, Kaveh El Hashem, hope to Hashem, in other words, daven to Hashem, Chazak v'yamech libecho, strengthen yourself, v'yamech libecho, he will give you courage. And then it says, repeat for Kaveh El Hashem. So it says, Kaveh El Hashem, daven to Hashem. And then it repeats the word Kaveh El Hashem. So that, from that we learn out that if you daven and it's not answered, don't give up, daven again. Rav Sadovaitchik says there are various things where we see this idea of doing something a second time. So, for example, when it comes to the end of the Zasa we immediately say voracious. At the end of the Masechta, you always start the next Mishnah. And he says as well that Yig, the Minag of Yigdal and Adan Alam, which we say both at the beginning of the service and at the end of the service, is also the same sort of idea of Kabel Hashem, and then again Kabel Hashem. So you say Yigdal and Dalalam at the beginning, you say it at the end as well. Okay, let's carry on now. Ton Rabbonot, Abor Srichen Chizuk. They're fourth activities which require constant encouragement. 
But Elohain, and these are what they are. Tyra, learning Tyra. Mass and Tyvim doing good deeds. Tefillah, prayer. But Derech Eretz. Derech Eretz is pursuing a livelihood. Now, where do we know this? We know this from Sukkim. Tyra, Mass and Tyvim, Minayan. From where do we know that you need a special chizuk, constant encouragement, um, in order to look when you're learning Tyra? Shenem, as it says like this, it uses the lotion of rak. Chazak ve'ematzma'ayim, be very strong and courageous. Lishmar v'lasas k'cholatayra, in order to observe, to do in accordance with the entire Torah. So the Gemara explains it's a double lotion. Chazak ve'ematz, chazak v'tayra, be strong in learning Torah. Ve'ematz v'masim tayvim, and be courageous in good deeds. I just read tonight that you know Rav David Feinstein, who is the son of Rav Moshe Feinstein. He was, uh, he passed away on, uh, last week. And they said already in his father's time, which is remember his father died, I think in, in either 84 or 86, poor him time, 1986. So it's nearly 35 years ago. He says, Rob David had already gone through Shas 100 times. All right. And they said, Rob Moshe, he had gone through Shas Be'ion. That means sort of knowing it really well by the time he was 17. So they asked, they asked from David and they said, you know, how come, how did your father manage to go through Shas for Ian when he was 17? So he just answered, he was a great masmid. He used to learn a lot. But David Feinstein was some, if you read in the papers there, he made himself out like nothing. He, he was so modest. There's, there's videos going around of how he went into the shop, into the supermarket to buy oranges every Arab Shabbos. He, he knew this was a man who knew Kolotara Kula. I never realized how great he was because he was so modest. Um, apparently they said that Ravel Yashiv from, from Rishalayim considered him the Godladar of America. And he sort of absolutely made nothing of himself. So I was just saying, Chazak Patira, Learn, be strong and learn Tyra, the emats, and also be strong, be courageous, for Masam Tyvim, that refers to good deeds. And, uh, the Masha explains that, cause the actual passage says, chazak me emats be very, uh, strong and courageous, lishma velasos. And so the Masha explains that lishma is used also in respect of learning Tyra. And the word lasas refers also to good deeds. So we learn that the Torah mass and Torah means chizuk. Where do we know that tefillah also needs constant encouragement? Shenema again kaveh Hashem chazak v'yametz lebecha again use the same lashon chazak v'yametz. Chazak means strengthen yourself v'yametz, and it will give you courage. So since it says chazak v'yametz lebecha v'kaveh Hashem, and that's talking about tefillahs we just mentioned before, therefore. Um, it also needs chizuk. Derech Eretz Minayin. Where do you know about pursuing a livelihood that it's got to be shenem? As it says, chazak and it's chazek adameinu. Be strong. Let's strengthen ourselves on behalf of our people. This was Yoav was talking to his soldiers. And if I can draw your attention to Rashi about halfway down, it says Derech Eretz. What does Derech Eretz mean? Pursuing a livelihood. We've said im umenhu leumnosai. He needs a chizik, he needs a constant encouragement in order to um, do well at his trade. If he's a trader, 
a businessman, then he needs chizuk as well to do well in business. And in Ishmael who if he's a warrior, he's a soldier, the Melchamta, he needs also strong encouragement as well to do well as a soldier. So we learn out, so here as well, Chazak, when this Chazak, Adimania talks about a soldier, but it means any person in his field of pursuing a livelihood needs constant encouragement. That's what we learn out from Abal Sarich and Chizak, four activities require strengthening, Torah, Master Torah, learning Torah, Master Torah, and good deeds, to fill up davening, Madera Heretz, and pursuing a livelihood. Okay, now we carry on, because we have mentioned, um, the, we, we discussed last week all about the Eglazov, so therefore we mentioned something now which leads on at the end towards the Eglazov. And it says as follows. That time at Sion, Sion said, Azavani Hashem, Hashem has forsaken me, and Hashem has forgotten me. Ask the Gemara, Han Azuva, Han Azavuni, to forsake me, and Shechechoni, forgotten me, is basically essentially the same. In other words, why are you, why, why does the Possek repeat it? It's saying exactly the same. Omrash Lakish, Rish says, Omrash Knesset Yisrael of Nekadosh Baruch the congregation of Yisrael, means the Kali Yisrael says to Nekadosh Baruch Hu, Shalom, Master of the Universe, of the Universe. Odom Nasi Ishal Ishra If a person decides to marry a second woman, means one is married to the first, in those days you could have more than one wife, and he decided to marry a second woman. He recalls the actions of the first. In other words, even though now the focus of his attention is the second wife, but he still remembers the good times that he had with his first wife. However, you've both forsaken us and forgotten us. In other words, Yisrael has been totally forgotten. You know, a man who marries a second wife, even though she's not the focus of his attention, he still remembers the good times. But as far as we're concerned, you've sold us. We now live amongst the nations and, and therefore you've totally forgotten us. And that is what forsaken me and forgotten me is two, uh, things saying the same, but it means you've totally forgotten us. So, answers Hashem, it says as follows, says as follows, Bitty, my daughter, means Knesset Yisrael, talking about the Jewish people, twelve constellations, twelve signs did I create in the heavens. But I'll call Mazal and Mazal Chayel. And regarding every constellation, I created 30 commanders. In other words, for every sort of galaxy or the, in the celestial system, when he created something, he created whatever it was. And then underneath that, they, that sort of that uh, system, that galaxy looked after 30 others. And then each one of those 30 others looked after, after further. And that's how it went. And, and the language here that is used, Rashi says, it's got Ligion, Rat, and Carlton, Castro. We'll see all the names in a minute. These are titles for different officers taken from the Roman military. But what it means is he's created a vast celestial system. And we will see. I've created 30 army commanders. 
and each and every army commander, thirty ligon, which is sort of a, an, an officer below, and about each and every ligon are created thirty raton, and about each and every raton are created thirty carton, and about each and every carton are created thirty gastra. And then it comes, what I'll call gastra of a gastra, about each and every gastra. Remember, these are all groups of stars and etc., etc. I suspended 365,000 myriads, which is 10,000. So 365,000 times 10,000 of stars corresponding to the days of the solar year, in other words, 365. So in other words, what he's saying is we don't really understand what this is all about unless you're an astronaut, and not an astronaut, a... Uh, sorry, what, what's, the, what's the name of the person who understands what's going on in the heavens and the stars and the moon and all the rest of it? Hello? Astronomer. Astronomer, thank you very much. Astronomer, yeah. No, Would astrologer. You... Astrologer is somebody who goes in the, in the stars. Astronomer. Astronomer. No, no. Astronomer. 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 So what's astrologer? Astronomer. Astrologer someone that reads the stars. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hey. it, it, it tells okay. All right. Well, all right. Whether it's an astronomer or an astrologer, whatever it is, what Hashem is saying is, I have created a vast system in the heavens, and then he carries on. The, the punchline is, and all of them I've only created for your sake. That's Omrits, and you say, as I've tonished, you've forsaken me and forgotten me. Look what I've done for you. Now, when I was learning this. My question was, what does this mean? I've created this vast celestial system only for you, for you, Klal Yisrael. But everyone, the whole world benefits from it. It's not just for Klal Yisrael. So for, for the answer for that, I tried to look up everywhere. I couldn't find anything. So I suddenly had an idea. Look in the first Rashi of Bereshis. And Bereshis, right? So Rashi says, I created it. Voracious Bishvil Tyrus and Icaracious for the Torah which is called Racious and Bishvil Yisrael Shanikaracious. So where we have Voracious Borilakim Esa Shemayim Esa Oretz, that was told, talking about when he made the creation, Rashi says, bringing the Medrash that he created it for Yisrael. In other words, yes, it's true, the whole world benefits from that system, but he created it for Yisrael. So here Hashem is saying, how can you say that I've forgotten you? I've created this whole system for you. Surely I haven't forgotten you. Okay. And that's where the Gemara leaves it. The Masha actually says it all goes on the next posuk. In other words, where does the celestial system on, when we learn the posuk, um, uh, what was the posuk? Um, where does it make any reference to the, the celestial system there? So the Mashal says it goes on the next posit, which says, Hain which means I've engraved um, you on the palm of my hand. And Rashi says, Kapayim can also mean clouds. Like we say, let's lift our hearts up, El Kapayim. So therefore, there's a connection from the next posit to the... Uh, to the he- what goes up on in the heavens. So that's how come it sort of is, that's how come Hashem mentions it. Now we carry on the next posuk. It says like this. So I'll read out the full posuk and then we'll understand what's going on. 
Hasishkach isha ula, me rachem ben bitno, kam ele tishkachno monachila shkachach. This is in Yeshaya. He says, Hasishkach isha ula, can a woman forget her baby? Merachem al ben bitno, would she not have mercy on the son of her womb? The answer is, kam ele tishkachno, yes, she may forget. But I will not forget you. That is the Pesach in Yeshaya. So now the Gemara goes to explain what it means. Can a woman ever forget a baby? He takes the word Ula, and it's a similar word is Ula. I can never forget the Ulas, the Ulas, the burnt offerings that you brought up in the Midbot. And also he says, that means the firstborn animals, because... He uses that from the words in the posset, Merachim ben Bitno. Bitno is her womb. So therefore, Pitre Rechomim, the one that comes out of her womb first, which is the firstborn animals, were offered up. She crept to the Fonaba Midbo. So this posset is referring, Hashem is thanking them. I can't ever forget the burnt offerings of the rams and the first issues, in other words, the firstborn animals that you sacrificed before me in the Midbo, in the wilderness. Um, the fond of the congregation of Israel said to Hashem, as there's no forgetfulness before you. Oh, we're worried because you will remember the Egel, you remember the golden calf. And if you remember that, you might punish us because we did something wrong. So it's not so great that you've got such a sort of a good long memory. Omar Lois, he said to them, come, Eile Tishkachla, that's the end of the posset. Even these will be forgotten. So Rashi says, come, Eile, Maisa Egel, that's referring to the, 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 the story of the Egel, Sha'omru, which is where they said, Eile Elohecha Yisrael. So when he says, come, Eile Tishkachla, it's referring to the golden calf, which starts off with the words, Eile, Tishkachla, I will forget. So Omar Lefonov, so, Yisrael said to Hashem, Master of the Universe, Now that you have t- told us that you're able to forget, Perhaps you will forget about the incident that occurred at Sinai, where we said, We want to be rewarded for that. Once you've told us that you do forget things, in other words, you forget the Egel, perhaps you'll forget about Har Sinai as well. So he answered, that I, I will not forget. So it says Rashi, because it starts off with, that refers to the Aserah Zibris, which was given to Al Sinai, I won't forget. In other words, Hashem has a selective memory, and he will only remember things that are to the advantage of Kalal Yisrael, but anything that is to their detriment, he will not remember, so therefore he will forget about the Maisa Egon. And the Gemara just repeats that. Behind the Omra Beleza, Omra Vaishya. My Dechsev, says in the Apostle, Gam Eile Tishkachno, even these will be forgotten. What will Hashem forget? Zemaisa Egel, this refers to the golden calf. And I will not forget you. Zemaisa Sinai, this refers to Har Sinai. Okay, let's carry on. We now go back to the Mishnah. Chassidim Harishonim, we said the early Chassidim, Pious ones, they would prepare for one hour before they davened. All right, don't repeat this at home. From where do we know this? 
How do we know? It just says Hasidim Rishonim, they used to prepare for one hour. Where do we know this from? On Reb Shubin, Navy says Reb Yeshubin, Navy, Omar Krah, the positive says as follows. Ashrei Yashrei Vesecha, praiseworthy are those who sit in your house. And only after that, then they say, which means they will praise you, they will dub them. So what does it say? In other words, it says that first, first you will be in shul. Ashrei Yashrei Vesecha, you will stay in your shul. And only afterwards, then you will daven. So in other words, from there we learn out that you need to prepare, you need to be in shul for an hour before you daven. But on Rabbi Shua ben Levi, says Rabbi Shua ben Levi, not only do you have to do it a week, an hour before, but you need to do it an hour, you need to stay after shul an hour after it as well. Shanem, as it says in the Pesach, the righteous will give thanks to your name. The upright will stay, will linger in your presence. So the point is like this. The idea of this extra hour is to tell you that you should contemplate what they're davened. And another reason that they gave is that if you run away straight away after davening, right, it looks as if it was a burden. Okay, so where, where, but, do we know that it's, where do we know it's one hour from the Possa? Where's the oh, oh, very good. We're coming to that. A very good question. Right. So Tanya Namahochi, we have learned in the Brysa as well. One who daverns for an hour has got to, before he daverns, he, he, sorry, one who, somebody who daverns, has got to prepare for an hour beforehand, and an hour afterwards. Right? So we're just repeating what we said before. From where do we know before? Before as it says, and only then, as we said, after Davni, how do we know? Surely the righteous will give thanks to your name and, and the upright will link in your presence, so that we know that for. Yeah. Now, let's carry on. We're coming to your question, Danny. Ton Rabbonon, Chassidim Arishonim, Hayushayn Shah Achas, they would wait for an hour before doubling, and was paneling Shah Achas. They would actually double for one hour as well. And again, they would wait for an hour afterwards. Now, interestingly enough, when we say the first Brysa, it says you have an hour before and an hour after. And we bring Pesukim to back that up. When we have this Brysa, it comes in, we have a new concept of doubling one, of actually doubling one hour. But there, it doesn't bring any Pesuk. So why do we have a Pesuk for before and a Pesuk for after, but no Pesuk for actually during, which is really the most important time? Yes. So the answer they say is as follows, that it would not make sense if you already have to spend an hour before and an hour after, it can't be any less during. Because the reason of the hour before is to prepare for it. The reason for the hour afterwards is to think about it, to contemplate about what you've done before. So the doubling can't be any less. So the tucker is no possible brought that doubling should take an hour. But it can't take, it's just a svara. It's logical to say that it can't take less than the preparation 
all the yes. davening, all the sort of after the Shemonestra. So it's the same. Yes. Now, ask the question, now, like this. Now, since you spend nine hours during Tefillah, because what we've just said is one hour before, one hour after, one hour during. That's three hours. And we have Shachris, Mincha, Amarid. So three times three is nine. So in other words, you're spending nine hours davening. Well, says the Gemara, since you spend nine hours in Tzvillah, how will they remember, how will they have time for learning, or how will they remember their learning? How can they do any work? You're spending nine hours a day davening, you've got no time for anything else. Now, this is your point, Danny. Rabbeinu Yoyna says here, right, why is this question of davening for nine hours, how will they learn Torah and how will they do their malacha, why is that asked here? Why is that asked after the first time? Because the first time, the first first time, we also say about an hour before and an hour afterwards. Yes. You can answer, obviously, this is the first price that he says you daven during as well, so we know it's three hours. Rabbeinu Yonah answers as follows. The reason why it does not answer it here, why it only asks the question here rather than before, is because here we're talking, this is the first time the Brysa mentions Hasidim Arishayim. Talks about the Brysa, the Mishnah mentions Hasidim Arishayim. But here as well, the Brysa says Hasidim Arishayim, the early pious ones. Right? Now, the early pious ones, they're really expected to Daven for an hour before and an hour after and an hour during. And therefore, for them, you can ask the question, well, if you're spending nine hours, where have you got time for anything else? But says Rabbeinu Yaina, the first b'risa, where it doesn't mention Hasidim or Rishonim, it's just talking about ordinary people. So when they say Shah Achas, they don't really mean an hour. Shah Achas just means spend a little bit of time, you know, don't come rushing into Shul late, just come in a little bit early so you can sort of somehow mentally prepare. And also afterwards, don't rush out. The second davening is over. But, you know, it, it shouldn't look as if it's been a burden on you. But we're talking about from the ordinary person, it's just a, a minute here or a, a minute before and a minute after. But it's only for the Hasidim or Rishonim that it was really a full nine hours and therefore we can ask that question. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the other thing, the, the question that they ask is, we say like this, since they spend nine hours in Tefillah, how is their Torah preserved? Well, why doesn't it say, why doesn't it say how, how will they be able to learn Torah? What does this mean to preserve? Preserve Torah means that you should remember what you've learned. And in fact, the Gemara answers, because they are pious, their Torah is preserved in any case, and their work is blessed. In other words, even in the short time that they've got to work or learn, it will be, they will have a panosa from it as much as if they were, worked many hours. And as far as the memory is concerned, they will remember everything that they had learned previously, even though they don't spend much time going over it. So now coming back to our question, they ask, why, why don't you say who learns Torah? What, what does it mean whose Torah is preserved? So we say like this, remember these people are Hasidim Arishanim. What is a Chosid? A Chosid is a pious person. And the Mishnah in Ovas says, Lai Amar Oretz Chosid. And Amar Oretz, an ignorant person, cannot be a Chosid. 
right? We're talking about a real, a, a pious person, not, not the Hasidim of Strammels, which are now going to go up in value because of what's happening in Denmark. But that's besides the point. <laughs> you know what I mean. The mint. Right. So it says, Oretz Chosid. Right? And a Chosid cannot be an Oretz. So therefore we must say these people who are Hasidim, they are already Tamidi Chachomim. They've learned it before, because we say, if you're a Chosid, you're not an Amoretz, you're already a learned person. The only issue, therefore, is to remember the Torah they learned. And therefore, that's why it says, how will it be preserved? In other words, how will they remember it? Learning, they've already done the learning. So therefore, the answer is that because they are Chosidim, and they spend so many hours on learning, Therefore, they will have a special bracha given to them that they will remember their Torah and the malacha, the work that they do, will also be blessed. They, t- they say the story of the Chassam Cipher. It says that the, the Gemara says, Kala whoever dabbles long, uh, he will live out many long days and long years. So, so they asked him once, why do you dabble so long? Surely a person like you whose learning is so great and the whole of Kaisrol is waiting to hear what you say, how you explain things, by doubling so long, you're taking away time for learning. So he said, no. Simple chat means somebody who takes a long time over Tfilah will get a reward and, and will have long days. He will, he will live a long, long life. But he says, no. He, he learned slightly different chat. He says, Anyone who takes a long time over his davening, his days and his years will be extended and he will be able to learn in that time, even though he's got less time because he spent so much time with Tzvila, but Hashem will give him a bracha that his learning, he will be able to learn in that less amount of time as much as he would have been able to learn had he even davened quicker. And that's exactly what Agamora says because they spent nine hours davening Therefore, they had a special bracha when it came to learning and a special bracha when it came to work. Okay, I think we will, we've gone over time already. Sure, brilliant. We'll Go ahead, thank you very much. Thank you.